0: This is The Bottom Line, a show designed to help Australian businesses succeed. On the show, you'll hear from leading Australian business owners as they share the lessons they've learned building their companies. You'll learn from their successes as well as some of the challenges they've faced along the way. We also talk to experts from a range of fields who share specialised techniques you can use to improve your business. I'm your host, Savan Tuna, and I'm a director at Alexander Spencer, and I'm really passionate about helping Australian businesses succeed. Today, we're speaking to Adam Chalik. Adam is the founder and managing director of My Goals. My Goals is a stationary brand that produces diaries, planners, and journals, which are specifically focused on goal setting. What started as a simple idea became the company's mission to create products that help people turn their goals from dreams to reality. In today's episode, you'll hear about the challenges Adam overcame in starting a stationary business, the importance of starting young for entrepreneurs, and how goal setting can transform your business. Let's jump in. Adam, welcome to our episode today. I want to start by asking you, tell me a little bit about my goals and your vision for the company.
1: Okay, so Seven, thanks for having me on board. So My Goals is a business I started back in 2010. It started as a little bit of a passion project. It's been a roller coaster journey for the last 10 years. So essentially it's a it's a stationary brand where we create empowering stationery to help people set and achieve their goals. Like I said, it started as a passion project in the beginning. It was a, a very much so a problem solution situation where I couldn't find a product in the market that would help me set goals. So basically, I decided to create my own and use it to set other goals in the beginning. So I tell people I started this business without any intention of starting a business. It was just wow. I'm creating a product to help me achieve other goals in my life. you know. And then I go through the process of actually creating the product and it's like this, this is pretty cool, works. Let's see if I can start selling it.
0: Goal setting, it's an interesting area to build your business in. And you talked about the fact that there wasn't anything in the market and and so on. And the idea grew from you not seeing something in the market. Tell us more about that. Has the market been filled in the space?
1: To give you a little bit of context, I mean, there's this thing where you connect the dots in terms of the business. And my connecting the dots was like a 10-year space and i go back to when i was 16 years old wanting to be a professional soccer player yeah that was my goal that was my solution to having an extraordinary life and do something that was quite different and, and it sort of escaped the nine to five at that time i read books about individuals in business in sports and there was a common denominator that always talk about my goal was my goal is and that got me onto goal setting. It was like what is this goal setting thing so quite early on and i say i was quite fortunate i understood the concept of goal setting which was, you know, when it gave me clarity, gave me focus and direction. And that was essentially what I was looking for. So it helped me focus on the things I should be focusing on. So I started setting goals at 16, all based around becoming a professional athlete. You know, I remember writing my first set of goals on a, on a black piece of paper with colored pencils Wow, my grandma's place. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember writing, it was all, you know, play for the Joeys, play for Australia, play for the Melbourne Knights. So that was all based around soccer. Unfortunately, I didn't achieve many of the goals. You know, I got close in some areas, but it taught me the power of goal setting. It wasn't this whole thing of, you know, you have to achieve all your goals to be successful. It was like I needed direction, I needed focus, I needed to be focusing on these things that mattered. So I was fortunate in that respect. And then it just stuck with me, goal setting. So after I don't become a professional soccer player, you know, I, I sort of, you know, go through this phase in my life, you know, for the next five, six, seven years where I just succumbed to what everyone else wanted me to do. Parents yeah. want me to go to university, they want me to get a good job. And, and me at the time, go to university, I drop out after six months, I go become a personal trainer, I go and start selling photocopies, personal training courses, all these different things. But at the same time, I was very unhappy. You know, I had all these ideas and I had notebooks of ideas and dreams and I wasn't doing anything about it. So for, for a few years there, I tell people I wasn't angry with the world. I was angry with myself because I felt I had these things that I wanted to do and I wasn't doing nothing about it. And so essentially it got to a point where it was just like, you know, I've got to do something. And yep. then the light bulb was literally in a PD session. One of the teachers says, you know, I want us to write our goals today. And I'm like, oh, I already do this and it's fantastic. But there was something missing. And I remember telling the boss at the time after the session, I said, something sparked in me today. I want to actually create my own goal-setting journal for myself. He laughed it off. I didn't do much about it. And then it took a, probably another year or so just to sort of have the courage to go out there and go on the computer, type it all out, print it off, and, and then show a, you know, a close friend, this is what I want to do. And he helped me put it together.
0: And the business started, so you got off the ground. This was two years in from the time that you put pen to paper on what you wanted. That would have been quite scary in itself with very little income. So what advice would you give to young entrepreneurs that has an idea like you did that are hesitant to take that first step? What would you say to them?
1: I think my, my one regret and I'm probably jumping the gun here is, is I wish I started earlier. I started the business officially in 2010 and that year I got married i already had a mortgage for a block of land and then probably 12 months later we had found out we're having our first child so all of a sudden the responsibility from going from really no responsibility in my life to all of a sudden having to pay the mortgage look after my wife look after a newborn all of a sudden i've got that on my plate and then i've decided to start a a business on the side as well so my goals for the first five years was a part-time thing i had to make ends meet so i tell young people if you've got an idea go out there give it a crack you know i waited five, six years. I should have done something when I was 18, 19.
0: We see a lot of young entrepreneurs in our business and that's a theme that comes through that, you know, to give it a go early in life and, you know, you live once and you can make mistakes along the journey and it's great advice in that sense.
1: Well, it's always harder when you start it later with responsibilities. Correct. You know, I had a wife saying, you're starting a diary business and people have to realize the context. When you start a diary business, to start with when that's your core product, you've got six months out of the year to sell that. So it's not even really a business. Wow. <laughs> you know, it's it's a it's this passion project and from a business sense, it doesn't make sense. You know, you five, six months you sell and then it goes quiet.
0: Well, that leads really good into the next few questions that I want to talk about. And it's, it's the challenges that you've faced growing the business. And what's the biggest challenge that you face on a day-to-day basis with the business today and and maybe in the past that you've overcome?
1: I think the biggest challenge overall has been a sense of self-belief. I think everyone starts at different points on their entrepreneurial journey and everyone starts with, you know, their their sense of what their belief is, you know, what's possible and what's not. In the beginning, I tell people my whole thing was if I can get this book into one bookstore, that will be That'll be amazing. Whereas other people they start with the idea of I wanna make it, you know, two million dollar, five million dollar, ten million dollar business. And they've got that self belief in themselves. In the beginning I didn't have that. I grew up in a in a family, middle class family, European descent. It, everything was very don't take risks, risk averse, risk averse. Don't try anything. What if this happens? What if it goes wrong? What if you lose money? What if you go bankrupt? All these things, right? So that got ingrained in me for, for, you know, 10 years of my adulthood. So it was very hard to step outside that and not have many people around me that supported the idea. Everyone was saying it doesn't make sense. What if this happens? So self-belief is probably the biggest challenge I've had throughout yeah. this whole journey. And I'm starting only now to sort of develop that belief in myself that, you know, I can do this. This wow. is possible.
0: So does that mean that, that self-doubts are still there? Are you Are you taking the business to the next level where you're still worried and scared that it might fail or now you've done it for 11 years is is gone away?
1: I don't think you ever get rid of it. Who we are is, is who we are and, and it stays with us. So I've got a lot better at managing it. You know i've learned to sort of take a step back and sort of say you know what i may not have hit these huge goals that i set in the beginning but look at the progress that i've made and i've learned to pat myself on the back and, and be you know a little bit more nostalgic with them and go look you know we've got our products across the globe and you know i could travel to london i could see the my goals brand there and people using it and i could go to middle east i could go to america and i could see the product being there so i'm, I'm quite proud of what we've achieved and i think the journey of belief i think what happens is the more you do the thing the more you, you face these fears, the better you become, you know, getting through it.
0: Well, you talked about the growth. You're in London, Dubai, yeah. in the US, which is great. And we're proud to say my goals is a client of ours, but you've grown it. And how did you actually get to grow? It's been 11 years. The first five years were a challenge, but you have grown this business. And what would you say? How did you do it?
1: For us, it has been a very organic process. You know we've been late to the table on plenty of things when it came to social media influencer strategy all these strategies i mean i'm i'm not tech savvy at all so in terms of jumping on and actually selling online (laughs) we're late to the party probably two years late and we sort of missed that period when you could really scale a business so it's been very organic the product's been good beautiful design you know minimalistic design people have responded to the product It's, it's simple to use so i think that's been one of the the key things we're actually proud of the product that we create. First and foremost, I created this product for myself. So all the products that we create are to, to solve my own issues. Yeah. So I think that's been one of the key things for our growth and the, and the fact that we only scratched the surface. So I look at the business and I say there's so many things that we haven't done yet that we we have to improve on. So that excites me. If I was at a stage where we've you know, crossed all the T's and we've done this, we've done that, we've tried this, we've tried that and nothing had worked, then I'll be like, OK, maybe we're not onto something. But I still feel there's, um, you know, we're probably 60, 70% to go in terms yeah. of where we want to go.
0: Well, that's really exciting. So I want to move on to a little bit of an area that you're obviously a bit of an expert in, which is goal setting. I was proud to see you on on TV on a couple of occasions. So broadly speaking, why is goal setting important?
1: I think in today's age, what I've realized is we're inundated with information. It, we're, it's, it's such a noisy world and there's all these things, there's all these things being thrown at us on a day to day perspective. And I remember reading a, a scientific review where they said we have between 50 and 60,000 thoughts per day on average. So there's a lot of things happening in our heads. And I think what we don't have is a, is a good filter process. And I mm. put my hand up. The reason I created a goal setting journal was because I struggled with that. having dreams and having ideas. I was, you know, I see new ideas like, oh, let's do that. Let's do this. I should do this. I should do that. Whereas goal setting helped me really filter through all the noise and and sort of say, this is the focus. This is important to me and this is what I need to focus on. And so then when I get off track, off tandem, then I'll go back to my goals and go, no, this is important. Come back to this. So goal setting for me, it's, it's just it's been a tool that really helps me grow and make progress. I think people take it in the wrong context. They think it's a it's an all or nothing approach where it's like if I don't achieve my goals, I'm a failure. I don't achieve plenty of goals, but mm. it's about the growth. It's about the progress towards something that actually matters. Yeah. And I think once people can define that, then they won't be so harsh on themselves. Then they'll be like, you know what, this is powerful because I feel overwhelmed. I feel out of control. And what do I do next? And I'm like, set a goal, you know, sit down, take some time, understand who you are as an individual and and and, and make a plan and, and, and stick to it as much as you possibly can. And you'll see the progress being made.
0: What would be the number one thing you'd say that goal setting is important about?
1: I I think the one tip would be as a starting point would be focus on goals that matter to you. That that's the biggest thing. I think we get carried away with what's happening in the external world. It happens to me numerous times per week, per day. It's like, oh, they're doing that, they're doing this. And it's like focus on the things that actually matter, really define what matters to you, what your definition of success is, what you want out of it. And then once you can do that, once you can actually enjoy the, you know, pick a goal that matters, then the whole process has got to be a lot more enjoyable. You're going to come up to the obstacles. You're not going to give up, you know, straight away because you don't enjoy it. You're going to be like, you know what, I'm doing something I'm passionate about. I'm doing something that matters. I'm going to get through this. I'm going to work out a way, work out a solution to get through it.
0: And obviously setting goals is the first step. And and one thing that's important, do you have any tips for how to stay motivated to make sure that someone achieves their goals?
1: I'm going, to, I'm going to take it back a little bit. The first step, I think, is really the self-awareness piece. Okay. So I think a lot of people jump straight into goal setting without really understanding who they are as an individual. So they jump in, they, they, they want to set a goal and but they don't really understand what matters. They don't uh, understand their values, their purpose. So I think before we even set goals, it's the, the number one step is really get to understand yourself better, have that conversation with yourself consistently. Who am I? What am I doing? Because once you can really define that and get really clear on that, your goals are going to be a lot more, more related to who you are and a lot more easily achievable. Obviously, you mentioned, you know, second step is setting goals, but then the third step is developing rituals, habits, you know, getting into a place where you can sort of control your day and set your day up. So, you know, for me, it's like, what can I do today to take me one step closer to my goals? And I've taken this always something approach to my life. Whereas a lot of people have this all or nothing approach where it's like, I need to be perfect. I need to, you know, go to the gym seven days a week. I need to do this perfect. Whereas i have just taken, you know, if I can do one good thing today to get to that goal that I've set at the end, that's positive. And it's like that compounding interest, right? Yeah. Your accountants will know you do something yeah. <laughs> every single day, 365 <laughs> days a, a year. That's 365 positive things that you've done. You do that consistently year in, year out. You'll see the results.
0: I can definitely relate to that. We've got someone that I know close to my heart, and he's tried to lose weight on many, many occasions, and, and he's never really lost weight. Now that you talked about purpose, it it kind of makes sense because this particular gentleman wanted to have a family. Most likely, the doctor said, if you want to fall pregnant, you're gonna have to lose the weight. And this gentleman is now amazing. Like I'm so inspired by him dropping over fifty kilos. But obviously for him, it was the family piece, the purpose, and yep. that's an amazing tip and and one that I think really gives you that fire and it's important. And you do see it on the guys that have really achieved their goals. You were both passionate soccer people and and you know, there's some of those Spanish players or the South American that make it they they make it because they have a real strong purpose. That's an amazing tip. and hundred percent. And I've seen it in life.
1: And it's the passion and compelling reasons. If you're passionate about something, I've got this saying that I always refer back to and it's, to love what you do, feel that it matters and make a living from it. What could be better? Wow. So those three things, if I can tick that off daily or consistently, if I'm in an industry, I love what I do. I'm passionate about, you know, personal development space. Uh, i get to impact people's lives you know there's nothing better than getting an email from someone saying your products have helped me do this and do that and change my life that's that's a very humbling experience and also that third piece is to make a living from it yeah that's you know, an important part and i added that to it because i've been through stages where it's it's been super super difficult where you know ready to throw in the towel so i understand yeah
0: so i wanted to talk about some reflections on the business and what you expect in the future. You have so much more to go within the business. So what has been your most satisfying moment in your business?
1: You know, there's been stages. You know, obviously yeah. in the beginning, the 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 fact to see your book in one bookstore, to walk yeah, in and see your book on the shelf, that was that was that first initial thing. It's like, oh, this this is actually possible. I can actually do this, right? That was that. Oh, this is amazing! Can't wait to show, you know show people. And then throughout the journey, it's been you know getting into some you know major retailers in in Europe, in the U.S. and sort of you know getting recognised in these different areas across the globe. Again, there was this moment where you think, okay, this is not just Australia, you know, we can make an impact in all these different countries. You know, being on TV, doing a segment on the Today Show, being seen in Forbes in a magazine there or on the online edition. So there's been numerous things and I call it a journey of self-belief. It's just been a journey of, you know, what else can we add to it? So there's been plenty of highlights and and low lights as well.
0: Yeah, no, I could imagine. And what are the plans for my goals in the next 12 months?
1: What I did, I mean, probably during COVID, I did this little exercise where I wrote out if I was to, you know, finish up my goals, you know, what are the things I still have to achieve? And there was maybe 20 things on the list. So, you know, develop a kids range. I've got two young daughters. I want to do something in, in that space because I see the opportunity to sort of you know, create a, a lasting legacy there and, and help kids as well because they're like sponges and I think they need a little bit more structure and, and, and tools out there in the market. But then there's also, you know, expand into US properly, you know, set up 3PL, really hit it hard with digital marketing, influencer strategy there you know, collabs, certain different collabs, people with that we want to work with. So there's a list of 20 things there. So for me, if I get through, you know, three quarters of that, I'll be happy. You know, wow. I, can, I can sort of close the book on it and start a different chapter.
0: Adam, you mentioned the the kids range and I also have two daughters at home, nine and nine and five. And as parents, we try to instill goal setting and, you know, achieving dreams and all that kind of stuff. So kids range, is it is it similar to what you're doing? Because it is very the product that you've got is quite unique and maybe targeted the adults. Is it, what range it's, is it going to look like? What's it, it, what are some of the products you're thinking about?
1: It's definitely similar. And, and I, I go back to when I was young, I wish I had products like that in my life. I wish I had people around me sort of helping me get some more clarity, more direction, being able to sort of dream a little bit bigger. So the kids range is more of a um, broken down version of developing good habits and getting kids into a, into a, a routine where it's not just, I want this and I want it today or tomorrow, Amazing. you know, so it's sort of teaching them the key skills. If you want something in life, you know, there's there's a certain process with goal setting. What, why, when, how, you know, yeah. getting clear on, OK, what do I want? Why is it important that I want that goal? You know, to having reasons behind actually wanting that goal. I mean, just sort of developing a to do list on how to get that goal. So learning how to reverse engineer a dream, essentially for these kids in the most simplistic way. And I've found and you'll probably found kids like sponges. So yeah, they if you, are. there's a if you can get kids on you know, to a certain routine, a certain habit early on, you're doing them a huge favor, especially when it comes to something that is as important as goal setting and sort of, you know, developing tools and rituals to help you become your best self.
0: It's an interesting one. I we, I take my daughter to school a couple of days a week and we have a chat in the car and it's a fun experience. And you, you ask them questions like, you know, what do you what do you want to be? You know, you get question <laughs> you get answers like I want to be princess at times and whatnot. But parents, don't naturally think about it like goal setting so well how are you going to be a princess sweetheart like yeah. do you know what i mean if she said i want to be a doctor and you know you have to you know the first answer oh. being european background is you need to go to university yeah. right you know so yeah it's a it's an amazing i haven't seen too many products for that range and i think having the tool as a parent to teach kids 100%. around that i think is an amazing opportunity for my goals to be able to do that so yeah it's really, really exciting
1: also helpful for the parents as well and yeah. the way i envisage you know the first edition of it would be where it's it's you know aimed towards a six to twelve year old and with parent supervision so it's once a week just sort of setting up the week and and, and basing it off you know these are the things that you want to do and these are the things that i'm grateful for so a little bit of mindfulness in there as well yeah. because i think that's again a thing that's been missed right everything's very quick now everything's you know the dopamine releases is yeah. like now it's just like click 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 what whereas if kids can you know get into the habit of being more mindful, self-aware and and not always just getting things the way they want, you know, building a little bit of resilience, I think that's such an important thing because they're going to get to a stage, you know, life is hard. Yeah, it is. It and really they're going is. to get to a stage where they don't get all the things they want and they're going to be like this is not fair, whereas if we can teach them early on, it's going to be a powerful thing that stays with them.
0: Yeah, and I and I think not achieving a goal and being able to deal with that early on in life is a is also quite important. Whereas we protect our kids quite a bit. So when you go through this goal setting journey, if they don't hit some of those, then parents obviously have that opportunity to, 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 you know, to help kids out in how to deal with that. So
1: it's really good. Because remember what I said before, it's, it's not, essentially, it's not about the end goal. It's about the journey and it's about progress. It's about growth and and that's that's something that we always miss. It's always, you know, everyone's like, once I get to this point, I'll feel this, where it's just like, okay, forget about that. Why can't you feel that today? If you want, you know what I mean, develop some progress. You know, yeah. Get into the habit of doing something that makes you feel good. Understand your feelings. So there's all these things that if you can train your brain a little bit better, it helps out.
0: It's interesting because now that you're thinking about it, is this something that should just be teaching at school? Like, you know, as early as kinder prep, know it just resonates you you with whatever it is the kids do but then they get into a workforce and and we've got you know lots of young accountants in our office and 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 you want them to be the best that they can and you try to help them and and i think some of them are really good at goal setting you can see they're very focused they have a very habits that they've built in but then there's also ones that you can just see that they haven't had the training or the education along the journey so not only is it going to be great if you can get this launched and for the kids, but hopefully it'll help the employers out there in the journey. And leading into that from a business perspective, is there a business range on the cards or things that would help? I know you do some corporate work. We use your diaries in the office, but what about the business side of things?
1: I mean, there's definitely tools that we're looking at. I mean, it's, you know, everything's gone quite digital in terms of, you know, Trello boards and these different Gantt charts and stuff like that, but bringing stuff analog back to analog and having, I think the next step for us from a from a range perspective or a business perspective is to make charts wall charts mm. so from a visual representation i think a lot of people they again they they're very focused on the day-to-day which is fantastic but they don't see the bigger picture and they need tools to help them see the bigger picture yeah so that's what i'm struggling with at times because you get into the day-to-day you get your day done and but sometimes you get off track and if you had that bigger visual picture of, you know, what the next year looks like, the five years, 10 years, you know, the key things, the key essential things that you're aiming for, all of a sudden, it doesn't feel as overwhelming. And then you're sort of like, that, that's what I'm aiming towards. Yeah. And you can focus on that.
0: Yeah, that's, a, that's awesome. Because, again, uh, like you said, there's not a big kids range, but I don't see a lot of stuff out there targeting business owners in providing the tools the business owners can pass on not only use for themselves but also to pass on using their business with their staff in this range of goal setting and whatnot there's lots of books that's been written about it yeah but the actual tools like the diaries the progress journals and and you know my gold digger and all that kind of stuff isn't really targeted to business
1: yeah and it's and like i said i think the biggest thing that that's lacking is there's a lot of tools in your apps and that but it's it's very now, it's like, whereas the big picture stuff is probably the stuff that's, you know, the directional piece, those directional products are the ones that are lacking the most, the ones where it's very clear in terms of the direction that we're heading in. I need that for my business. I need it for myself. Yeah. So, and that's been one of the the, the key things, right? What I've learned across the journey is whatever I think or whatever other people think, we're not too different from each other. You know, it's like, go with your gut feeling. I know if I'm lacking something, I know there'll be millions of other people lacking that same thing.
0: Yeah. That's really good advice. Yeah, the, uh, the, the thing that I kind of didn't realize about goal setting was when you type on a keyboard your goals, it just isn't the same as writing it down with a pen and paper. Yeah. So I really do resonate with the analog pen, paper strategy. And I feel like it's like an oath like that you've made to yourself. And that's why I guess they say, you know, if it's not a goal until you write it down. Yeah. But the, the online space is different with apps and keyboard and mobile phones are really, for me, writing a goal down is really important.
1: It's different because I think when you write it down, you're focused on that. It's Mm. like there's no distractions, there's no notifications, there's no fancy little apps popping up and saying, oh, should I check my socials? It's like, you know, I'm actually in this moment. I'm clear, I'm I'm thinking about my goals. And and that's where we sort of get into that flow state where it's just like, okay, this is what I want. We keep writing it down and we get excited. We sort of Utilizing parts of the brain that we don't essentially do when, okay. you know, we're, we're typing things out mm. because all of a sudden we're probably quite anxious in terms of what else is, you know, on that app and what, what, what's my email saying, they it not emailed? So we're not in that state of flow where it's, this is what I'm focused on and this is what I want to do. And then also having that tangible thing to hold. It's like e-books and, and physical books. You know, everyone thought the e-book reader was going to take over the physical book market where it hasn't. People like something tangible. They like seeing it. They like putting it up on a shelf. There's that sense of achievement, accomplishment when you finish a book. You know, everyone says, you know, your industry is stationary. And it's like it's it's growing. You know, people are coming back to pen and paper or they're becoming hybrid users. Yeah. Which is, yes, they're going to use their mobile phones for a lot of things. But at the same time, they're going to carry around pieces of paper, notebooks, diaries, planners because they need that sense of control and that's what it comes down to it is a very noisy crazy world out there and people need tools to help them you know come back to that sense of control in their own lives
0: yeah adam you mentioned throwing in the towel earlier tell me more about that
1: i tell people business is hard and there's that saying if it was easy everyone would do it and there's this thing with business and and life in general that we we tend to see a lot of highlights we tend to see you know businesses that have expanded quite quickly or grown quite quickly get media attention And that sort of puts a lot of pressure on a lot of business owners because you tend to compare yourself to those cases, right? You said, you know, look, they're 24 months and they're already, you know, $10 million or $20 million or this and they're expanded here. And then you look at your business and it's like, you know, we haven't had that growth or we haven't had that explosion. And so there's been plenty of times throughout the journey where it's been tough. I mean, like I said, the first five years. It was a roller coaster ride, working full time, building this on the side, not making much money or not, you know, losing money at the same time, printing locally. So there's been a lot of times where it's like, is this even worth it? And it's taken 10 years literally to sort of get to a point where it's like, you know what, I can see the positives come out of it. You know, I mean, I look at our our business as a, in a sports context, you look at the ones that, you know, Gary Ablett's, Lance Franklin, these are the guys, you know, they'd always get mentioned, right? But at the same time, I look at us as a, as a journeyman of yeah. business. We've been doing it for 10 years. We're still around. We still had a good career, but we probably don't get the, the limelight, accolades. accolades, the limelight. And that's okay. I've come to a point where it's like, I don't have to be the next Zuckerberg. I don't have to be the next Musk or, you know, there's more important things in my life. So I think that's why that defining that what success is to me has really helped me in this situation. It's like I don't yeah, I don't need to drive around Royals, Royces or whatever. You know, it's nice, you know, but you know, there's more important things. And and I also realize to get to that level, there's a lot of sacrifice that has to be made. And so before you start anything, you've got to realise what are the sacrifices you're willing to make to get to yeah. that level. And if yeah. your answer is if it's honest and it's just like, you know what, I still wanna see my kids, I wanna take my kids to school, I wanna spend time enjoying myself, then you know, that's okay. You can build a successful business and, and, you know, make good money and and make impact and you can still enjoy your life. So
0: Yeah, I can definitely relate to the sacrifices in in, in my journey here. But for me, it wasn't really goal setting. But what really made me want to be uh, an accountant or achieve something in life was my father took me when I was very, very young to his factory and he got me up really, really early and he did it for two weeks during school holidays. And at the end of the two weeks, he knew I was struggling getting up 5 a.m. And he said, you have two choices in life. One is to do what I do and is to get into, you know, working in a factory and slogging it out. Yeah. Or you work hard, you study, you you know, you've heard the stories yeah. and you work really, really hard at it and really achieving your goals. And and you do whatever it takes. And from that moment, I never wanted to work in a factory. And I'm early to the journey of writing my, down my goals. But mindset in terms of how I am, I love the journey of goal setting and achieving something. Yeah, yeah. the sacrifice piece is really important.
1: 100%. And I think, I think at the end of the day, I think we're all aiming for the same thing, which is, you know, people say happiness or fulfillment, mm. you know. And that's what I've come down to. It's like, what brings me fulfillment? And, and I don't think we ask ourselves enough, you know, what is that fulfillment piece? Because you can spend your time building up an empire. You can have all this money. You can have all these things and, 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 and hate your life. Yeah. Whereas true. I think it's more important to be really clear. If you love working, like Warren Buffett loves working, like he loves making money. And it's not about how much, it's just about making money. And that's his passion. So he keeps doing it. So I think you really have to, you know, define what that is and look to sort of, you know, find joy and fulfillment as much as you possibly can in your life because that's success. It's not how much you have in your bank or what you, what car you drive. It's like, are you happy? Are you fulfilled? Are you in the moment? Are you present? Are you doing things that you love? Are you got good people around you? So there's all these different pieces. Money yeah. money's one piece, yeah, but there's multiple things to it. So I think I think it, it's that introspective look at yourself and and that self-awareness, which is the missing piece. Everyone's just OK, I set a goal and I want this and I want that. I want I want to want it's like. But why being really clear on that and i i question myself multiple times a week multiple times a day when i get off track it's like why am i doing this why am i feeling like this so really being my own life coach helps me a lot because i've had anxiety issues i've had you know um, self-belief issues you know like everyone everyone's got things to deal with and i found by asking myself by getting clear writing things down by having goals that helps me
0: and the final question um what is your major goal that you'd like to achieve this year you kind of half answered that, but you had to pick one of the twenty.
1: I think realistically this year we're we're sort of aiming towards the US expansion. You know, set up the three PL. I've been in chats with you know certain three PL players there in the US. Set it up and then really push hard Q3, end of Q3, Q4, and just see what we can do in the US because it's been very organic these last few years where it's like let's really push the marketing, digital marketing, and see if we can really expand that market.
0: Well, Adam, I want to thank you for joining me today. I do use your diaries and and your goal setting journals it's definitely helped me keep me in check and and achieve the goals that i want to achieve i want to thank you for joining us been insightful talking to you
1: thank you so much seven
0: this is the bottom line a show designed to help australian businesses succeed this podcast was produced by accountancy firm alexander spencer at alexander spencer we've been helping business owners realize their goals since 1952 And we play a pivotal role in developing, implementing, and supervising the business goals and strategies of our clients. To find out how we can help your business succeed, head to our website, alexanderspenser.com.au. To make sure you don't miss an episode of The Bottom Line, be sure to subscribe to or follow the show in your podcast app. And while you're there, leave us a five-star review. It really helps others find the show. I'm Savan Tuna. And we'll be back next episode with more tips to help you transform your business. And that's the bottom line.